Thursday to everybody in the NFL universe. This man, the great Brian Baldinger, Baldy's breakdowns. I'm Anthony Gargano, Baldy, and cause the All City All NFL podcast. Don't forget, do me a favor, all right? Just hit the subscribe button, all right? This way, come on board. Let's you're go. You're not going to miss an episode. We don't want you to miss an episode. We got stuff happening all the time, especially now. We got the stretch run happening mm-hmm. with the NFL playoffs. Starts tonight. Around the corner. I mean, that's it. Huge game that we're going to preview. Saints and Rams. Yep. I mean, you look at the log jam that's going on at the top of both conferences. You got to win mean, to stay in. I mean, this, this is this is all like a it's a, it's like a playoff to get into the playoffs. Yes. The last three weeks. Yes. And both conferences. And you know, it's funny, and I guess one man's, uh, you know, mediocre is another man's, uh, you know, heightened. And I'm heightened. I'm into it. So I get people say it's mediocre to bad football. Uh, well, I like it, it. if you carry, let know? me just remind people out there that the Giants won two Super Bowls in 2007 and 2011 with nine and seven teams. Yeah. Nine and seven. All right. They got in. And they were at this stretch. Back in 2007, they were right where the Rams are, where the Saints are. They were just 7-7, seven and seven and they were mediocre. And they got hot at the right time, knocked off the Patriots, undefeated Patriots to win it. I mean, you know, kind of, that's how the league has always been built. And it's weird because there's almost like a, what happens in the first half of the year is not necessarily no. true. No, because the teams evolve. And, you know, the idea that the Eagles, you know, are, tr- you know, are you know going in a bad way, which they are. I mean, you never bring back the same team. So, right. well, they were in the Super Bowl last year. They should be in the Super Bowl this year. No, there's a reason why these, none of these teams repeat. There's a reason why nobody has even won the NFC East for the last 20 years, back to back years. Yeah, like everybody evolves as the season goes on. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. It, it really is completely wild. All right, one of the the kings of the NFC is of course the Niners. Right now. The Niners are probably the NFL favorite mm-hmm. to win the Super Bowl. They're uh, certainly in the NFC. They're the beast. Yeah. Now, you did something which I, I think was so interesting, and we want to show everybody. So this is about the Niners' run game. So you broke it all down. All that movement, all that motion. You said, you know what? Let's get rid of it, and let's boil down the Niners' let's run game. Let's strip it down. Like, Christian McCaffrey – Leads the league in rushing with 1,292 yards by a wide margin. Like, nobody's even close. All right? Um, you look at Raheem Mostert, you know, James Cook. Nobody's close to McCaffrey. He's averaging his uh, career best 5.3 yards a carry. So when you strip it all down and, okay, it's time to snap the ball, this is what they do. All right? They run five plays. Literally five plays. And they repeat those five plays in a variety of formations and motions, and they get to it. But when you strip it down, this is what they run. Oh, they run they run stretch outside zone like they do here against the Rams. And it's 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 what I call the law of expanding angles. On this stretch run, the longer you stretch, the bigger the holes get. The law of expanding angles. Wow. Right here, McCaffrey. That's brilliant. <laughs> okay. Andrew. Yeah, law law of expanding angles. So right here, McCaffrey. Einstein. McCaffrey's vision is he could he could keep it right here between McKivitt's and Burford, the right guard and right tackle. Right. There's a hole there. But he sees this lane right here. And he sees nothing but green all the way to the safety. And so he takes that hole. So it can break outside, inside. It can break anywhere. 
law of expanding angles. No, it's so interesting. Wherever the daylight is. Right. The law of expanding angles, that 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 was the hole. Yeah. Oh it, my it, god. It could, it, it could open anywhere. So outside it's like so zone stretch. Oh, this is so interesting. I swear to God, I'm not, I'm not joking, but like you may, I mean, that's Einstein stuff. You made me curse. Yeah. Like, that's Einstein thing. Okay, so the, so the stretch, that, that's their foundation play. Right. They run it right, left, weak side, strong side. They run it with motion, motion away, a variety of different ways. Okay? The next play they run is counter tray, where they pull the backside guard and tackle. They block, they angle block down on the front side. This play is going to the right. I mean, this is a play, this is a classic run play. This is, I mean, this goes yeah, back they, to they, the they, Washington Redskins, yes, the yes, Hogs. Yes. The day of the Hogs. This is what Joe Gibbs ran. Yeah. Okay. And so here they go. If you look at the backside I, first, I love the Aaron Hogs, Banks yeah. and Trent Williams, they're both pulling. All right. And they're going to block, choke back with the center, and everybody blocks down. Okay. Yeah. And then if you look at McCaffrey's step, he's going to give a, a step to the left. So he's just always doing with that counter step is letting the blockers set things up. So Banks comes, we call this the trap and the wrap. Yeah. So the trapper and the wrapper. So Aaron Banks, 65, is the trapper, and Trent Williams, 71, is the wrapper. Now, McCaffrey just gets in behind it. And then the, the, all the receivers block. And so McCaffrey breaks a tackle, and there you go. You go for 13 yards. Look at the big fella out there. Yeah, lead, man. I, got it. I mean, that's yeah, the beauty. Fantastic. Let's go one more time. Let me just see that one more time. Yeah, so. Right. Because I love a classic counter tray. I mean, this is so they can they can run this counter tray with a guard and a tackle. They can run it with a guard and a tight end. Yeah. They can run it with a fullback and a tackle. There's a couple different ways they run it, but this is the most fundamental play. When you say counter tray, yeah, you know they're saying counter, you know, stepping one way yeah. and then blocking, you know, the to the strong side. So that's their second play that they like to run in a variety of ways. All right, and then you get to the third play. The third play is just a toss. Yeah. All right. Now, they have a, a lot of different ways that they can run the toss. But the thing is, it's a real toss. It could be tossed with a with a crackback block. It could be tossed with tight ends coming. But this is just basic toss at an eye formation right here uh, against the Eagles. Think about this, right? Eye formation. I mean, you want to talk about throwback. Well, it's the most basic formation right. in the history of football. Yeah. Is the I formation. And, and, and no one ran the I formation. It went away for 10 years. Well, fullbacks went away. Yeah. So, but there were, like, so when you evaluate an offense, are they a two back offense or a one back offense? Yeah. The Eagles are a one back offense. Yeah. They don't play a fullback. A lot of teams don't, but the Ravens play a fullback. The 49ers play a fullback. You know, like some, you know, the Miami Dolphins play a fullback. You look at some of these teams that are at the top of the board. Yeah, fullback. Oh, it was so interesting because the fullback went away for about 10 years, and now they came back in vogue. But, I mean, th- you could say this formation that they have right here. I mean, Bill Walsh was running this formation yeah, in 1985. Every team was running that. Okay, so Juice is, you know, yeah. when my, Kyle Shanahan took the job in San Francisco, the first player they signed to rebuild the team was uh, Kyle Juszczyk, the yeah. fullback from Baltimore. Yeah. He became the highest-paid fullback in the league. But they knew how to use him. Yeah. So the third play, so they run stretch, zone stretch, counter they run tray. counter tray, and they run toss. So here's the toss, and now you get, like, if you, even if you look at Kittle here, all Kittle's doing to this end is setting the end up for Juice to block him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they've got blocks in all the third second level. All right, you look at Brendel 64, you look at Trent Williams, you look at the receiver. They've got the second level block. Now McCaffrey is just, he's just slow. Now he sees the alley. Now he sees the alley right here. His vision's up. They've got the outside hat on a hat. Look at it. They're all cut off on the inside. And now he's just going to use his vision and his speed 
to run through onto the safety. Wow, look at that. So it's stretch, it's counter tray, and it's toss. toss. The fourth play they run is a wine back. And they run this at a two back, they run it at a one back, they run it in a variety of ways. But here McCaffrey is going to step to his left and wind back to the right. So all they want is for Arizona to flow. Right. Okay, so watch McCaffrey. He starts this way. Watch, like, number 10, okay, uh, Josh Woods here. Watch him step with McCaffrey. And that step sets up this block with Kittle. Kittle's going to go block him. And watch Buda Baker, the safety, number three. Like, they're all stepping yes. with, as McCaffrey looks like <clears throat> it's an, a zone, immediate uh, intermediate zone to the left side. And all they're doing with that step is setting up these blocks by Kittle and by Jennings. Jennings is a key block right there. Look at that block. Like, this is all timing, and it's all designed like this. All right? So, boom. Now you get all that that room. Look at Jennings, man. But it's 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 very. You need your wide receivers to block, man. You need your wide receivers to block. Look at at Debo 19. He's looking. He sees the play. They're all locked up. They they got everybody Look at Ayuk and, and Debo. Like They're school, all in position. They locked up like a school prom, man. Look that, at them. This is honestly why McCaffrey leads the league in rushing. Yes. Because of what, like Jennings, number 15. He's not getting touched to the second level. No, look at all that space that McCaffrey's in. My God. And, and both Ayuk and Debo both throw blocks. Oh, my God. So, Weinbeck, Weinbeck is the fourth play. What a, what a play. Yeah. And then what, what, I mean, what the blocking? I can't get over that. It's just amazing. And then the fifth play is just their inside zone. They run this a lot on short yardage. They run this a lot on the goal line. But you're going to get two double teams. All right, you're going to get uh, Brendel and Burford, the center and right guard, yeah. and you're going to get McKivitz and Kittle, the tight end. You're going to get two double teams at the point of attack right here. All right, and so McCaffrey's got a choice. Like there's the two double teams. All right. Foot to foot, shoulder to shoulder, moving the line of scrimmage, like with power. Now, okay, now McCaffrey right here is just like he can still go anywhere. He's going to go behind the the left the left guard right here, Aaron Banks. And again, there's Ayuk trying to get a block. But when you strip it all down, Jeez. they run these five plays over and over and over again. That's that's their running game. Like you literally can learn it in five minutes, like I, we just taught it. But at the same time. The, the the part that gets confusing is they uh, they run it from a variety of formations, a variety of motions, Motion. yeah. and a lot of shifts. And so you don't really know what's coming out. And then all of the play action, because there's play action that comes off every one of those runs. Yep. So now that sets up their deep passing game. And ultimately, like if you're a coordinator, you want the run game to set up the pass game. Yeah. You want the passing game to pay off because of your run game. Yeah. With your deep shots and your play action and getting everybody to re- respect the run game and you want to pay the run game off. You know, what's, you know what's incredible too, though, is when you add the motion and all the shifting, you got guys when you're flowing opposite in the opposite way, right? So they're so vulnerable. It's It goes back to you, what you believe, what your belief was, which is predicting the movement that you will you'll and you'll basically incite with mm-hmm. with a, with a play. So if you think about what kind of movement you're going to get, where do you then? How do you then? Well, you get them to move maximize. on the motion or the shifts, right? And then you counter it. Yeah. Then you go against it. Then you use it against them. 
So they literally take themselves out of position. Like it's, I remember, it's unbelievable. Like I remember, um, I was breaking down uh, Kyle Shanahan when he first got there. San Francisco was playing the Carolina Panthers. Ron Rivera was the head coach. Luke Keekley was the best middle yeah, linebacker yeah. in football, and they ran for 230 yards, bunch of touchdowns, and they ran the Carolina Panthers out of the gym. So I break the the, the game down. And I'm showing, like, they're not even blocking Luke Keekley, and they're running right by him. And he's, like, committing Harry Carey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? So this is before McCaffrey got there and all that. But it didn't matter. So, anyways, I, I, I break it down. I get a call from Ron Rivera, like, on Tuesday. He goes, hey, Baldy coach. I'm like, what's up, Chico? He goes, my wife showed me your video <laughs> of, of you breaking down my defense against the 49ers run game. And I just want to say, like, listen, literally, like, we're a gap defense, and they they destroy. We, we should have taken all those runs away. He goes, if you have time, when do you get time? Can you show me what they did? Like, they were they were dumbfounded that San Francisco was able to do that to, you know, to a guy like Luke Keekley and Ron Rivera. And you know, they they had, uh, you know, Thomas, and they they had good linebackers, and they were like frozen by this. All this pre-snap motion and movement. What? Did you ever sit with them? I never did because they, they, you know, it was like during the season. I couldn't. Right, right, there. right. But you know, I mean, it, it was to the point where like they wanted help trying to figure out. Like that's what this, See, this that's offense. The, that's the difficult part because the movement that will happen, it's impossible not to move. Yeah. No, you got to respect it. Because, like, like the instincts are to you know because what you don't move. And then, you're, then you get, and you're going to give up a monster play. But that's why the windback, the cutbacks yeah. are so effective. Like, do they move so much that they take themselves out of position? Or do they move so much that now they can get angle blocked by Kittle and by Jennings coming down on them? Yeah, well, that Jennings block. You've got to have the right personnel to actually execute, though. You need, to, you need a guy like Jennings. You need a guy like, you know, the Niners, Debo. I mean, you saw them locked up. But, you know, the uh, – So, you always talk about Ayuk and how good a blocker he is. But, you know, the, the godfather to this whole outside zone stretch is Alex Gibbs. And Alex Gibbs was at Mike Shanahan in Denver. And remember when Denver would, like, literally plug in a different running back every yes. year? Yeah. You know, they had all these different guys that they came out of nowhere. Yeah. And they, they, they all flourished. Yeah. But, like, I was fortunate enough to be around Alex Gibbs a little bit in Indianapolis. And then I saw him coach in Atlanta – and it was a different place. And then some of the, the guys that spun off from Alex, like when they coach this thing, it's like being back at Catholic school and the nums are like slapping your wrist. Yeah. You're not, not paying attention. Like the, the level of detail, like we show the run, we show the run. But even on the wind back where here comes Kittle, here comes Jennings, like the level of detail on where you have to be. Yeah. Is like you can't rep it enough. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. You know, that's what makes it so difficult to execute is the precision. That's the precision. It, it, it's literally the precision of diamond cutters and, and watchmakers. It has to be that precise. I, I mean, it's incredible. Of course, I just got done coaching fifth graders. <laughs> who melt, Attention span. Who melt with the press. I was like, we run a press break. You have to be here. You're here. You have optionality. Blah, blah. And I, um, you know, actually, that's a good analogy because I played basketball and and I, and I was thinking just as soon as you said the press, like I remember how we had to beat the press against teams that were really full court pressing, and how specific the picks, the rolls, 
like the openings where the yeah. ball had to go. Yeah. Like if you let the double team set you and freeze you and you weren't moving, like you you got the steal. And so I just remember how precise we used to work on it all yeah. the time. You gotta do it. Like on mine, I run a screen, mm -hmm. right? Like so I stack them. Yep. Right? Yeah, the come second, up the screen. So imagine a four-man stack. Yep. The second guy screens for my point guard. This way I can get him the basketball, right? right. Put it in his The inbounds guy sprints to, like, the foul line, right? He'll then be there, right? Yes. Second pass. Yes. And then I go uh, ride the sidelines. And, and then I also have my guy goes all the way to the left on the third guy, just in case I, I have an emergency. And then I have my deep shot. Yeah. I mean, we run it all the time. Like that. Well, there's the, there's the same concepts, though. Listen, <laughs> but the same concepts to beat like press man coverage. Yeah. Okay, like like the Saints tonight play press man coverage. Yes. Okay, so you know it's Alante Taylor, uh, it's Paulson Adebo, it's you know Isaac Yadam. Like these guys are in press man coverage. So you'll watch tonight. And we'll get to the game, but like Sean McVay will have his man beaters up to beat press man coverage. Yes. Like it, it and the beating the zone like like you're describing to us it, the concepts and the timing and the picks and the rubs and all the things you got to do yeah. to get guys free it'll be very similar. Yeah, I, I, I'm actually I cannot wait for this game. So let's we're going to talk about the Rams and I want to get into they could be that hot team that comes out of nowhere. So they it's Rams Saints tonight. But first. Let me tell you about our sponsor. That's right, Factor Meal Kits. This bustling holiday season, you would be looking for uh, nutritious, flavorful meals to fuel you, right? You're a big, you yep. know, when it comes to stuff like that, I'm big that way. We've got jam-packed days, right? Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service, can help you eat well for breakfast, lunch, dinner. We're all on the go, man. That's it. Yep. And it's chef-approved. Dietitian approved, ready to eat meals delivered straight to your door. You're going to save time. You'll stay on track with healthy lifestyle while tackling all your holiday to do's. Now, you know how hard it is to stay on track with eating, mm -hmm. right? Like you're running around, you want to grab something, well, not in airports on the run, yes, all this stuff. Yeah, you're a busy man. Factor meal kits got you covered. Cross meal prep off your list this holiday season with Factor. Skip meal planning, grocery shopping, chopping, prepping, cleaning up. Get Factor Fresh's never frozen meals delivered to your door. They're ready in just two minutes. All you got to do is heat and then enjoy them. If you're looking for uh, calorie conscious options over the holidays that don't skip one flavor, try delicious dietitian approved calorie smart meals with around less than 550 calories per serving. You need an extra boost to support your wellness goals, right? Yep. Feel best during the holidays. Try Protein Plus meals. 30 grams of protein or more. Build that muscle. Yeah, we're the meat locker, right? You treat yourself high-quality, delicious meals. Again, choose from 35-plus chef-crafted meals every week that support a healthy lifestyle. Meet your meal preferences, whether it's calorie-smart, vegan, veggie, protein-plus, all right? Or you can make – and you can make some more wholesome options. Again, Factor isn't just for dinner. Count on extra convenience any time of the day with an assortment of 55-plus add-ons to suit various preferences and tastes. I need that Factor Meal Kits in the film room. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we spent a lot of time here, yeah. so that needs to happen. And, and you can listen to this. This is awesome. You can choose from quick breakfast items like lunch to go, grab-and-go snacks, 
ready to drink cold pressed juices, mm-hmm. shakes, smoothies. We're smoothie people. With Factor, you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice. We offset 100% of our delivery emissions and source 100% renewable electricity for our production sites and offices. This December, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. Again, ready in two minutes. No Great cap, ideas. Right? Yeah. No, no mess. Here's what you got to do. Go do this, all right? Head to factormeals.com slash all NFL 50. That's A-L-L-N-F-L 50, the number F-5-0. And use code all NFL 50. You get 50% off. You can't beat that. That's code all NFL 50 at factormeals.com slash all NFL 50. And you get 50% off to eat well. So make sure you do that. Let's go. Rams, Saints, the Rams are dangerous. Yeah. Let's take a look at the Rams' offense. And this is scary. Yeah. Stafford, Cup, Puka, and, of course, Kyron Williams. What a back. I mean, Kyron, he just is – they look unstoppable. And you got those those weapons. I mean, well, and look at that well. When he's healthy, 2-2's a player. You got to worry about it. Demarcus Robinson. Uh, he caught another touchdown last week. Yeah. yeah, he's a good player, man. Uh, let me uh, see here. Uh, week 14. Let me get Rams. Uh, Greener. LC. Broncos. They are nasty, the Rams. The Rams can possibly be that team. We all, we're all looking at San Francisco and San Francisco. But, you know, what happens? What's the road look like? Right? Like, you know, can the Rams knock off the Cowboys? Can the Rams knock off the Eagles? You know, it's funny. Baldy said, you said right now, you would not, if you were the Eagles, you would not want to play the Rams. Not the way that they're playing right now. Like, if you, like, when I watch them, like, you'd pick, a, you know, you, you go get the Baltimore game, but you like to watch Demarcus Robinson up at the top here. Like, you watch Matt Stafford right now make this throw. Like, like he's curling right here in the middle of the zone right here. And Stafford's stepping and throwing. Stepping and throwing on rhythm and timing. Perfect wow. spot right there between the underneath defender and the safety right here. But the key is, the key is this offensive line has now been together. Havenstein's back at right tackle. Jackson, Avila, the rookie. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, you look at Colton right here, the center, Shelton. Like, they're, they're, they're excellent right here, right now. Like, you give Stafford time to move his feet and reset and set like that, he's going to make one good throw after oh, another. Man, look at that. Look at the windows. That thing traveled. Yeah. Like, you watch this play. It was like traveling through two open windows. Like, like, just their concepts here. Like, they're a wide bunch right here. Here's Cooper Cup. Like, you just watch them, how they break out. Yeah. I mean, just they, they stretch the field sideline to sideline. He gives you darts. Darts. All right, Cooper Cup, you look at this play right here to Cup, this touchdown right here. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I think Washington breaks down in the play. But, like, the, what's the route combination here? Like, this is a new route thing right here. Because Miami does this right now. The Rams do it. And what, what it is is when you go in motion now, they now have different speeds of motion. Right. So watch Cooper Cup 
get to top speed on this motion right here. Like he's coming across now, he hits his like he's hitting the field running right here. And you got a two you got the safety on the other side of the field. Wow, that's tough. Look so, at that. Now there's a breakdown there. So yeah, you know, yeah, Stafford's yeah. not gonna miss that. Yeah. That's that's easy. That's that's just Washington. But you look at Nakua. Nakua is unbelievable. What makes him so so good? I haven't already missed him. Well, here he is at the bottom. Uh, first of all, let me just say this about we'll get to the Rams rushing attack. So here's they have like an illusion. So, you know, 12 personnel. An illusion. 12 personnel is one back, two tight ends. Yeah. But they don't play two tight ends. They play one. They so they really play eleven personnel. But because the receivers all block on the edge. It's like having a second tight end. Correct. Cooper yeah. Cup, Nakua, yeah. they're all great blockers on the edge. And so what it does, though, is it forces the teams are playing against 11 personnel. So they got their dimed defense out there, the nickel backs, but they're running it out of 11, but the receivers are blocking like it's two tight ends. So their blocks on the edge against ends and linebackers, it opens up the run game. It's an illusion. But you watch Nakua. Nakua's uh, here's his strength. I think he ran a four six and a forty. Yeah. But he plays faster. He's a fearless over the middle, like completely fearless. He catches everything, and then he is he does a great job of changing speeds. The, the, the funny thing about him is that he was a good college player. Like mm-hmm. yes, he was. You watch him in college. I remember yep. watching college. Jalen Hall, Jaron Hall. There, this kid's real. This kid's good. Yeah, he was good. And he goes in the fifth round, and, yeah. and it's all because. Of the combine stuff. All, it's all the speed. You know, he's, he's – but, like, you watch him right here. Like, he just – like, this is just what we call, like, basically a curl flat. So, they're just attacking this weak side zone right here that Washington's in. So, he just sees – what he's seeing is the safety dropping, and he sees this hole inside the corner. So, Stafford's he already knows where he's going. Like, the ball's out. But wow. he's got quick hands, though. So, he's able to catch it and tuck it. And then get away, and he's excellent after the catch. So that's that. And then you look at this throw to Demarcus Robinson right here, this touchdown. Like, so they they do a ton of motion pre-snap into various formations. They they like the wide bunch, like they get right here. And like they get this Demarcus Robinson one-on-one with the safety. If you watch him at the top of the route, like he gets why why is that safety going to the post? Because a little head fake right there. So now, once look at the safety. Wow. Like he now he cuts back. Now you want to get help here from the corner. You want the corner to keep expanding to shrink the hole. He doesn't get there. Look at that. I mean, it's it's an absolute dime yeah. by Stafford right here. Yes, he's open, but you give Stafford this <clears throat> kind of time, uh, and it's just you know you watch. Like it's it's ex like. You can't give Stafford any more time than this right here. He's not going to miss the shot. Nah, man. He's not going to miss the shot. So it's interesting because I did not think the Rams going into this season. I, I, you know, I almost I thought that they were, you know, they went all in, they pushed all their chips in, right for that Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and that this is it. But you forget that if you can get Stafford upright and you can protect him. How dangerous they can be. Yeah. Well, let me tell you about – well, I'll show you a little Kyron Williams. Kyron Williams, I, do, do you remember him at Notre Dame? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fifth-round pick out of oh, Notre yeah. Dame. His coach hit me up yesterday. 
um, because I did a video on him, and he was just like, hey, I coached him the last year, you know. So, you know, coaches love that. They love oh, seeing yeah. the players become successful. Sure. He's a fifth-round pick now. And Sean McVay's a sharp guy, less, uh, you know, less – uh, their, their front office is very sharp in Los Angeles. They they draft lower in the rounds, but they hit on these guys. They hit on Cooper Cup. They hit on Nakua. But, you know, Kyron Williams is a fifth yeah, round they're pick. really good drafters. We just showed McCaffrey. Do you know that right now Kyron Williams leads the NFL in rushing yards per game? 95 yards a game. People don't know that. Not, he leads the NFL That's incredible. over Mostert, over McCaffrey, over Cook. He number one in the NFL in yards per because he missed like four games. But the Rams, when he gets 15 carries or more, the Rams are six and one. So what That's happens? Scary. So what happens is my, right now, over the last five weeks, six weeks, Matt Stafford has been under center more than any other quarterback in the league. Yeah. So they got the run game out of that. Play action. Now they're getting the play action out yeah. of it, and they're getting their shots, and it's helping their protection. Kyron Williams is a good pass protector as well. Um, like now they have. Real balance on offense. They have these receivers that Stafford is throwing to, and Stafford's fully healthy. So he's making one throw after another. You know what's you know what's amazing, right? Is that when you look at the the run game, it's like we have going back in time. Look at today. The two the two most dynamic offenses right now, along with the Cowboys, but the Niners and the Rams, mm-hmm. both using these old school te- right like and Miami. I mean. It's unbelievable. Quarterback under center, play action. I mean, eye formation, counter tray. These are all old using a fullback. These are all old staples uh, of past offenses that are just come back new, but you, you dress them up with, with free snap movement. You do all that. But I just, you know, I, I still shudder at these teams on third and one. They're in shotgun. Yeah. And the back is five yards deep. And by the time the ball snapped, it's put in the belly of the back. Like, you have all kinds of time to penetrate in that situation. And as a, as a running back, when you take the ball out of a shotgun snap, you're a point of entry back. The quarterback is putting the ball – like, if you're eight yards deep, like, you have all that room. The, the, the great backs with vision, they'll, fi- they'll see somebody out of the right – you know, in the wrong gap. They'll see a, a – like a crash from the uh, force, and you can bounce it outside. You just have so much more time to react. Yeah, it, it's 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 really interesting. I remember Spags. We were talking about this years ago. I mean, when he was off, when mm-hmm. he was uh, out of work. Yeah, and he was like, I don't know why we're not going to more physical. Why you don't bring the run game back? Why we don't bring fullbacks back? The whole mm-hmm. thing. And now, now, now the best offenses have those in them. Well, if you talk to, you know, guys that played in the two-back systems, like Frank Gore, yeah. for example, like the, the, the fullback becomes the eyes of the tailback. And so any penetration, missed block, you know, I wasn't a great athlete. If I missed a block, you know, I, my fullback would clean it up for me. Yeah. If I was at Dallas, Ron, Ron Springs was our fullback. And if I missed a block up front and we got penetration against Washington, Dave Butts is in the backfield. Here's Ron Springs taking him down. Now Dorsett can get to the line of scrimmage without having to dodge somebody. Like the fullback is a safety net, and he's a lead blocker, and he's a cleanup magician, and the the tailback typically trusts the eyes of the fullback. It's that's incredible. All right, tonight, what do you think? 
looking to match up, you know. I so mean, this matchup is, is, is scary, is, is really fun, and here's why. If you look over the course of 15 weeks, the Saints, only the Cleveland Browns quarterbacks complete a smaller percentage of passes than the Saints. Saints are giving up 57% completion percentage. All right, they're second in quarterback rating against them at a 74. Only Cleveland's a little bit better. And what both teams do, Cleveland and New Orleans, is they play a ton of press man coverage. Yep. Now, they're playing without Lattimore, but they picked up this Isaac Yadam. So now they've got Yadam, they've got Elante Taylor, who's a big corner, and they've got uh, Paulson Adebo. And so they play press man coverage. They make you work to get free. So you'll see tonight, Sean McVay will have all these man beaters up. He'll have his bunch formations up. He'll have picks coming off motion. Like, he knows what's coming, and the receivers know. So, route running is really important. Getting um, your man beaters up is going to be important tonight because that's what the Saints do. The Saints, they like put, they got seven sacks last week against the Giants. And, you know, there's, you know, Tommy DeVito, you know, uh, Tommy Cutlass back there, and he's holding the ball, and the pass rush sacked him seven times because, honestly, the receivers weren't getting open. Right. And then the, the pass rush got home. So, I, I, I feel like the Rams will have a much, much better game plan for what the Saints like to do. And then if you look at the Rams' defense, like I, I said this week three, tell me any analyst in this country and tell me who their starting 11 is. Nobody could tell me. Like they didn't know who Kobe Turner was or Byron Young yeah. or, you know, Matt Hecht. Like they didn't know any of these guys. But, you know, they're, they're really – they play really hard – um, they have a lot of young, talented guys. They're not the Rams good when they won a Super Bowl and they could just lock you up, but they have a lot of good young players that, are, that play the game the right way. It's interesting because they, these, they know how to draft. I mean, that. They don't get first round picks. They give them up yeah, for Jalen Ramsey yeah. and Aaron Donald. They, they do a lot of things to get Matt Stafford. They gave up their first round picks, but yeah. they believe that in the second, the third, fourth, fifth round, but Nakua is a fifth-round pick. Kyron Williams is a fifth-round pick. I mean, these are star players Yeah. in the fifth round. Yeah. Like, if they were drafted in the first round, you go, well, that's what we expect in the first round. Yeah. But they're fifth-round picks. It's 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 impressive. It's going to be a big game to watch. I, I I think the Rams win healthy, but I'm curious to watch them because, listen, I thought Green Bay was on the right path, and then they go and lose to, to Tampa. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, Baker had a perfect quarterback rating in that game. Missed six passes the whole day. <clears throat> the the Bucks are running the ball a lot better in the last month. Rashad White, you look at his numbers. Like he's been very he's had two hundred plus yard games in the last four. He was very good in the receiving game, he's very good too. So he's like at the top of the leaderboard in total yards from scrimmage. And, you know, there was a two straight years in a row the Bucks couldn't run the ball at all. And they were forced to throw it like every down. Now they've got a little ba- balance right now. It's going to be interesting. That, that division is interesting. The Saints, though, you know, look, they played Carolina and the Giants the last two games. They haven't given up a touchdown yeah. in the last two games. And so the offense has, you know, they, they found, like, Kirkwood, who went to Temple. They yeah, yeah. got a touchdown pass last week. Like, they're – but, you know, Derek Carr has played much better the last two weeks. Uh, they get Alave back tonight. Um, this will be – but this will be the Rams' offense and see if the Saints can slow them down. It'll be fun. Good game tonight. Good game. Starts off the holiday week. Don't forget tomorrow we'll dive into each and every game. But we got a couple things we got to get to, including the meats. Love our meats, right? This is where we uh, crown 
some good tough play, right? Good physical play, and that's why this man gave, we give him T bones and uh, and tomahawks. Tomahawks, eat it right off the bone. Let's let let's start. Like one of our favorite players, he's been on the show. Is Deion Dawkins? Yes. Like oh, the Dallas Cowboys right. go up to Buffalo last week, and. Buffalo runs 49 times for 266 yards against the Cowboys. And Deion Dawkins, we talked about it when he was here. They run this counter-tackle trap. They ran it over and over again, right side, left side. Deion Dawkins was awesome. And the whole Buffalo Bills offensive line, Osiris Torrance, Spencer Brown, they were all good. But I'm going to start with Deion Dawkins because, you know, people thought, okay, Dallas, you know, they're going to be on the road, but they're better than Buffalo. Well, they ran it right down their throats. So I'm going to start with Deion Dawkins in Buffalo, and what he was able to I do. I love it. I love it because you can't have Cook without Dawkins. Yeah. That's fantastic. All right, meet number two. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm getting, you're going to give me my guy. Uh, you want to give me a hint? He plays wide receiver. Uh, we could do that, too. We could do wide receivers. Um, I want to get to – I'll save him for number one. Number right. two, I'm going to say Justin Matabike. Of Baltimore. Yeah. Justin Matabike yeah. set an NFL record. Oh, man. He's, 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 every, every week. Every, he, you know, he has 12, 12 and a half sacks in Buffalo and Baltimore right now. Um, you know, he leads all interior defense linemen in sacks. But for the 11th week in a row, he had at least a half a sack. Yeah. I mean, I played with Reggie White. Yeah. Reggie never yeah. did that. Yeah. Bruce Smith, you know, has the NFL record of 200 sacks, never did that. 11 straight games in a row, he's had at least a half a sack. And he's just, he's, you always see him like uh, you're not. He looks to like the Incredible Hulk, just splitting yeah. double teams. And he's a defensive tackle. Like you're not supposed to see them like that. They're not supposed to pop like he does. Yeah, Matabikwe just pops. Like you're right. He thought looks like the Hulk. You know who doesn't look the, look like the Hulk? The wide receiver you're going to give up. Go ahead. To. Just say his name, and I'm going to tell you about the play. All right, Trent Irwin from the Bengals. Yes. Wow! I, I I mean, you never see a receiver. This is a great blocking. You mentioned so, IU. So Go listen ahead, to this. About the play. So here's the play. It's third quarter. Um, the Bengals are are losing in the game, right? And it's not pretty at this point against Minnesota. And we we've talked about Minnesota's defense and all the things that they do to you. And it's a it's a spread formation, okay? And it's third quarter, and Jake Brown is trying to get hot. And he wants to make this throw to Tanner Hudson, the tight end. It's going to take. He calls in his wide receiver Trent Irwin. The offensive line of Cincinnati slides to the left to pick up what looks like a blitz, and he puts Trent Irwin, the the wide receiver, to block DJ Wanham one on one. And he it's not like just to stand in front of him to literally block him, because Jake Browning is looking the other direction to the left, waiting for Hudson to to, to break open for 17 yards. And Trent Irwin, and this DJ Wanham's a good player. He's, he's a, a star- player. He's, he's got eight sacks. He's he, like he's a big part of their success on defense. I mean, how much how, how much bigger do you think he is than Trent? Trent Irwin? Irwin's probably I'm guessing 6'1", 190. Yeah. And here's DJ Wanham, you know, starting defensive end in this league. Yeah. And he literally got in front of him and battled him for a good four seconds and held him off of Jake Browning. I mean, to make that throw. I mean, that's a that's a good end. And I don't ever recall wide receiver. Battling an end like that, I was impressed. I see tight ends battle. I see running backs battle. Not I don't wide see wide receivers go, hey, or Trenton, come on in here and block this end for me. Ah. And by the way, hold up for four seconds yeah. while Tanner Hudson gets open. 
finishes his break. Yeah. That's unbelievable. I mean, I, anyway, I'm glad. Thanks. Yeah. There he was. A meet to a wide receiver, but deservingly so, though. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple of them out there. You, you mentioned Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk. Yeah. For sure. He's a meet. We, we got a few of them. Uh, love our meets of the week. Don't forget, every week we give out our three meets of the week to the, uh, the best physical place. All right, listen. Tomorrow, we got a busy, we got to get you ready for the holidays, all right? It, it, you know, we got Christmas is coming up. There's a full slate of NFL games on Christmas Eve Sunday. And then, of course, we got three games on Christmas Day. So we'll preview the whole weekend and get you set for Santa Baldy coming up tomorrow. Don't miss it. The All NFL All City podcast right here. Click it. Subscribe. We love you. See you tomorrow. Oh, silly like the mayor.